Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is election day in the US, and on today's show, we're talking about what happens depending on who wins the election. If President Trump wins, you can probably expect some protests, maybe even some violence. And if Joe Biden wins, you can expect some protests, and who knows, maybe some violence as well. If President Trump wins the election, we can expect there will be continued legislative gridlock. There will be printing of money by the Federal Reserve, and the Treasury will be applying that stimulus to the economy and to the banking system. There's a political stigma against calling government money a handout. So instead, it'll be called a loan. Somehow that's more palatable. A loan needs to be paid back. But under certain conditions, or even after a long enough time, some of those loans are probably forgivable and they'll disappear somehow. If Joe Biden wins the presidency, we can expect more money printing by the Federal Reserve, and the Treasury will be applying that stimulus to the economy and the banking system. Some will be in the form of loans, and some will be in the form of outright handouts. If Republicans retain control of the Senate, you'll see continued legislative gridlock. And if the Democrats win both the Congress and the Senate, they'll have a free hand to spend money like never before. In the final analysis, it's like the toss of a coin. Heads you lose, tails you lose. Or maybe I'm being pessimistic. In that case, it's heads you win, tails you win. The outcome from a macroeconomic perspective is going to be very similar. Governments have few tools left in its arsenal to affect the economic outcome from the pandemic. Okay, so we know we're in an environment of unbridled printing of money. There's never been a culture or society throughout history that has successfully survived printing of money. We've seen the movie. We know the ending. It's the same plot, just with different actors. It's like watching the remake of The Wizard of Oz, sitting on the edge of your seat wondering what's going to happen next. Well, there have already been 50 adaptations of The Wizard of Oz. Enough already. Printing money is ultimately inflationary, which means devaluation of the currency. We know that regardless who wins the federal election, the U.S. dollar will be worth less in the future than it was today. So how do you protect yourself? We have a stock market that is disconnected from reality. Most people of wealth owe their wealth to the fact that markets are not efficient. And it's that inefficiency that enabled millions of people to pay too much for their homes in 2007, only to have millions of investors buy up those homes at prices far below construction costs in 2009, 10, 11, and 12. It's that inefficiency that saw the U.S. stock market boom in 1929. It's that inefficiency that had Venezuela's stock market boom in 2017, only to have it lose 94% of its value in 2018. Students of history sat in wonder, expecting the U.S. stock market to eventually wake up to the money printing It took place in the wake of 2008. It's like a hit of cocaine that everyone knows is bad for the patient. Everyone expects the patient to die, but then they take another hit of cocaine and live to see another day. The Fed is buying $120 billion a month in treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. This pace is faster than anything we saw following the 2008 financial crisis. When Emperor Nero clipped coins during his tenure at the helm of the Roman Empire, he thought he was doing the right thing. He took in 10 coins, clipped the corners, and produced 11. Wealth in the Roman Empire magically increased by 10%. Genius, right? Well, here too, we've seen the movie and we know how that ended. It was theft back then, and it's theft today. It's simply a theft that's become so common and widespread that it's gained an air of legitimacy. 
It was theft in Zimbabwe. It was theft in Argentina. It was theft in the Weimar Republic. And it was theft in the good old U.S. of A. during the American Revolution. The Continental Congress issued continental dollars in 1775. And by 1781, just six years later, these notes were so worthless they completely stopped circulating. The U.S. experienced complete financial collapse in just six years. In truth, they had lost 80% of their value in just three years. So, how do you protect yourself against this theft? If you've been listening to the show for any reasonable length of time, you already know the answer. You don't hold on to cash. You park your funds in hard assets, income-producing assets. You leverage those assets safely so you can repay those debts in future dollars that will be worth much less than dollars today. We real estate investors have the secret. We know how to protect our assets from this theft. And as you think about that, look forward to the day when you can thank the new president for helping you to become a billionaire. And hopefully a billion will be enough to buy you a new car. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.